0: Parenting is hard, but there's help. Welcome to Everyday Parenting with Mary Beth Henry, a licensed marriage and family therapist and parent educator. Everyday parenting utilizes face to face, unscripted interviews with real parents, but names have been changed to protect their identities. Today's episode is brought to you by Jabber Dogs. Speech, language, and communication play a vital role in our lives. Without it, children have difficulty communicating their basic needs and can struggle academically or with peers. At JabberDogs, speech-language pathologist Stephanie Maschick can help you or your loved one become a successful communicator. Based in Pasadena, California, JabberDogs offers private speech and language therapy at affordable rates. They also take insurance, including Blue Shield and Anthem Blue Cross of California. Visit JabberDogs.com for more information. That's J-A-B-B-E-R-D-O-G-S dot Today's episode is part of a session Mary Beth had with a group of friends who have kids at varying ages. This episode will feature Jane's story.
1: Hey, my name is Jane and I have four children. Connor is 12, Drew is six, Megan is 10, and Kate is one and a half. The thing that weighs up on me most is giving my children each the attention they need when they each need it in very different ways and feeling like, somebody has to miss out on everything because they are at very different stages in life. Um, For an example, two of my kids have school off on Monday. And I want to take them somewhere fun where I know my 12-year-old would love to go with us, but he has school. And he missed a couple days of school for being sick. And so I don't feel like he should be pulled out for this opportunity. And he has his own adventures. He's on a travel team and he gets to travel. And we don't all go. Usually my husband takes him. But I still feel really awful when we can't do things all together. We used to just do things as an entire family unit. And now we found that we find ourselves broken up a lot. You know, he my husband will take one or two kids here and I'll take somebody else there, or I'll stay home with them. And I just wanna make sure that I'm meeting everybody's needs. And not simply saying, well, you have your own adventures. I get to go sure, do this sure. with these children. Yeah. And you just, you, you need to deal with that. And so I'm trying to figure out am I doing more harm than good? Or okay. is this just a lesson they have to learn mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you get the good things and sometimes you don't? And I guess, I guess,
2: Jane, it really depends on how, in, in a child's view, how good is are they missing out on? So can you just give me an example of where you might be taking? Well, Disneyland. Okay.
1: Staying in a, at, <laughs> we're staying it. in a Disneyland hotel. Oh, and going okay. to Disneyland the next day. Okay. That's a big one. That's a big, yes. big deal. It See, is
2: that's, a big one. It is a big one. You know, there's a difference between going to Disneyland. And there's a difference between going to, um, the, know, park. Uh, <laughs> the park, the <laughs> park, or, or, or I mean, a movie or something. Yeah, you know, there's different, mm-hmm. there's different realities there for children. And, um, you know, we, as adults, we can kind of think about that comparison, you know, if I'm going on a trip versus, you know, this is, this is a considered a trip. And yes, there is, I, I get the whole piece about the travel. He's on a travel team. He stays in hotels. He does these, these trips, but it's not the same. It's not the same at all. He's going to work and be part of a team. Yes, he loves it and he wants to do it, but it's that connection with the family. It's that fun. And Disneyland is a tough one to, um. To outrank but okay so let's just go back to reality and okay. I don't want to I want to focus on that I want to focus so much on what can we do day by day week by week because that really is what it comes down to is teaching our children how we are connected and not how we're not how we're not connected because you're focusing on how we're not connected and you are asking how can I get to know my children and be connected with them right to really know what their needs are mm-hmm. so something that I really advocate for with families I work with is If you think about a week, a seven-day period, okay, a a Monday through a Sunday, during that week, I really advocate for putting aside one day of that week, and you've got to find what works for your family. So some families do it midweek, some families do it weekends, but you need to find one day of that week where you do not schedule or commit or you are very clear to the people around you, we're not going to participate on that day. So some families take Sunday. It's really, it's really tough. I'm, I see a lot of eyes rolling here in this group, but it's really tough. And it, 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 But it really works because what it does is it reconnects your family. It reconnects your family. And the idea that you are trying to figure out, how can I get my family connected or how can I know my children or how can my family feel they can feel like a family? And once they feel like a family and they have that connection, they will feel more joyful when... A sibling gets to go off and do something that they don't get to do. But when there's a constant disconnect and and a competition for your energy and your time, then everyone's fighting for your time. So if you could just create that once a week where you have a committed time where everyone is home. And yes, there's chaos. Yes, there's homework getting done. Yes, there's cooking that's happening. But you're committed to one day and there's a connection that make sense no absolutely it, it yeah. really it, it's it's probably the hardest thing you'll do as a family is to find that to not go to birthday parties um to not plan events to not you know travel ball teams are really tough because he's gone almost every weekend yeah or a lot of weekends it, that's gonna be a tough one and that's something to really kind of think about so a
1: whole day like, not, well, not a school well, day well oh, <laughs> <Maybe laughs> like oh whole i was just gonna yeah. ask like if it's sunday that's a
2: Day. That's a full day as well. Sunday breakfast is our time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sunday the, breakfast to lunch is our time. When it comes down to, you have many different ages and, and stages of, of children, like you said, and I'd like to know how they find time to get homework done, to get projects done, to get all that organized to start the week. So, if you think about how you could commit one day a week, let's just take take Sunday. If you had that one day, not just breakfast or half a day, but it's a whole day where you're committed to having breakfast, working on reports, working on projects. It's not you're not doing anything, but you're just reconnecting with everything that goes on. It's almost like a a restart day of just let's just focus on us,
1: mm-hmm.
2: focus on what needs to be done, and then head into the week. I it says something to think but it's something to think about, something to to I think aspire to in the sense of reconnecting because you will notice, once your children feel like they are connected to the family, they will find more joy in another sibling having a pleasure. For example, going off to Disneyland,
1: mm-hmm.
2: they'll begin to get it. We have our day on Sunday all together. We celebrate our family. And yeah, you know, you don't have that day off, but your sister and brother do. Um, we'd like them to go experience it like you did. At that same age, mm-hmm. you can have that conversation sure. versus just having that conversation as you're walking out the door to school sure. when they're in a rush and they're thinking about school and they're not focusing on the family. Is that?
1: No, yeah, absolutely. Understood.
2: It's a time to reconnect.
1: Yeah, we we got that a little bit. We lived in Switzerland for a couple of years, and. Okay. On Sundays everything is closed. All the shops are closed. You're not allowed to do any yard work. You're not allowed to do any laundry. It's literally against mm. some some laws there that you can't do yes, those things. Yeah. And so we got into that habit living there of Sundays where Sundays we just stayed in our pajamas literally all day because we weren't leaving the house there was yeah. nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. So we've kept some of that as much as we could while incorporating that. Everybody has their things that they want to do now. Mm-hmm. And that's not the culture here. So it's really hard to not be like, Okay, I need to go to the market and get everything for the week and, you know, this and that and the other. But so we do need to kind of get back into that frame of mind. Yeah.
2: You know, if you think about why why in Switzerland that was such a big piece of the community. It gave everyone that chance to be within their own space. I, I just I I don't know, I can't I can't sell it enough. It's there's something for it. And I think if you look at reality of what goes on in our society, you say this is not part of our society, you can decide whatever your society is. That's the piece. Mm-hmm. Peer pressure, peers, families, you have to make that decision. You have to put that value above everyone else.
1: That's the hard part. That's yeah. the hard when part. you say, okay, like I'm thinking Thursday nights are like fantastic for us. When you say to reconnect with your family. Is that they can't have a friend over? I mean, are you talking your immediate...
2: Yeah, it's, it's once again, the, the friend, um, they see their friends at school, they see their friends on activities and things. It's that chance for siblings to maybe squabble, okay. to maybe work through things, to maybe get in their pajamas at four o'clock in the afternoon and do their homework and struggle with their homework, or or can help someone out with their, with their homework. Whatever It's yes, yeah, it's it's
1: it's, well, and I, it's not bringing in the world around you. And it's, I get that, and I like that. But if I were to ask my kids, like, what's what do you want to do? What's your most favorite thing? They'll, they'd be like, can I have so and so over to play? And so if I'm trying to. Connect with them to let them do something and really like make it meaningful for them. That Mm -hmm. might be what they would say So I just wasn't sure so so the
2: whole idea of having a day off is is not to entertain our children It's actually connect with them. Yeah It's actually to stop entertaining our children and just be just exist with them and sit there maybe stare at each other (laughs) If that's what you know, um, it it, but it's not about what do you want to do today? What do you want to do for fun? No? It's, we are going to be all be home, and we are going to do our homework, we're going to do whatever it is, but we're just going to relax as a family and have a family dinner and have that time. It's really, if, you, if you've never done it or your children are getting to the age where they are, want their friends around, it's really interesting to watch them kind of squirm a bit about it. Like, why would I want to eat dinner with just my family? It's, uh, it's a foreign concept sometimes, but it, it is that time. It's not just about eating dinner. It's not just about what it's just slowing it all down, slowing it all down. We're so involved with having to entertain our children. So let's just take this one day you have off Monday. Mm-hmm. Disney is lovely, but what else? If you just, just put that in the side burner right now, what else could you do with the children that you I mean, have at home? that would be not Disneyland, I guess is my point.
1: Um, I would have taken them on a day outing. That would have been my choice, like the zoo. I, I guess I should also mention that the reason we have passes but they haven't been able to use them is because we I attend all of my son's hockey games. So that takes out our weekend. Yes, so it does. It does. It's, you know, it's a hard thing to... So, I mean, and that's
2: something, and once again, that's something that could be talked about as a family. Yeah. Versus just the parents saying, "I, you know, we're taking the old, younger two to Disneyland and you're not going because you're in school. It would be one of those things to talk about because that has a lot of value. The idea that the brother, we go to all your games, we're there to support you. We have not used our annual passes. They have a day off. I get that. I am not condemning them at all. I'm just asking you to have that conversation as a family so they can learn because they will learn from that compromise, from that understanding versus just dictating it and saying, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And then there's the parental guilt. And that's what you're feeling. Uh, Absolutely.
1: I mean, I'd rather just pull him from school and have him with me. I'd much rather have him with me. I know where he should
2: be. yeah. And but you know he sh- should be in school. He's missed days because of illness. The reality is he's older and he's has been more responsibilities at school. And to miss is hard. Mm-hmm. That needs to be talked about. All those pieces. You know, parenting is like putting puzzle pieces together. And if we don't put those puzzle pieces together with our children and in front of them, mm-hmm. they don't learn them.
1: So I kind of feel like you would suggest kind of just laying your cards out on the table. So in another example for us is my kids are supposed to read each night, all three of them, not the baby, of course. And my older two still like to read with me. My kindergartner I spend the most time with because he's still learning to read. Sure, so sure. he needs to be read to, he needs to read to an adult. My other two are fluent readers. And so I usually am like, you guys have to go read on your own. And I know they want, I love their books, their book, they love their books sure, and I sure. want to share them. Sure. And so maybe I feel like what I should be doing with that is saying, okay, I can't read to you every night. There's three of you by the time I go to bed, it'll be, it'll be so late for you and me. Sure, sure. And I don't have an hour and a half to on my own yes. to go see yes. three children. Yes. Yeah. So... Should I ask them what
2: another way? Yes. Okay. That's it. Do you, okay. You're getting it. You're okay. getting it. It's the, these are the dilemmas that we have that we think about, and these are the dilemmas our children can learn from. If you think about all the things they'll learn just from that question, asking, "Hey, everyone, we're eating dinner right now. Let's talk about. We've got a dilemma. We got a problem here because I want to make sure. I love. Well, first of all, you start. I love the fact that you all love to read. Number one, I. I'm just blown away, number one, as a parent. That's the language you want to present. Okay. Number two, the, the problem is I got my, the younger one. What's his name? His, uh, Drew. Drew. Drew, the youngest one. Really, he's learning to read. This is a really exciting time, and you can recall stories. I remember when so-and-so learned to read, and we, we spent night after night after night really going over those stories with him. Right? This is important. And they need to hear that, that dialogue. Because that's gonna give them the knowledge to understand empathy, right? Family empathy, oh boy. This is what they all need to learn because that makes them feel like they're part of the system. They're not just these separate entities that we're trying to manage. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to bring back to this whole Disneyland thing. The more information we can give them and puzzle pieces to piece that they are part of this family, your oldest son is gonna understand go, go to Disneyland, have fun. I get it. Okay. I get it. But when we dictate and we don't explain things and we don't let our children see how we think, because we're thinking all the time as parents, but we don't let our children into that thought process. Uh, And that's what I'm saying. If we could slow it down and give them that thought process, it might be we think about it during the week. You know, next Monday, going over that calendar, family calendar, next Monday, Two of you have the day off, one of you doesn't. And we have these annual passes for Disneyland. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could use them because we haven't had time on the weekends mm-hmm. to do it? That And just give them that, just plant that seed because you would hope, right, your children would be able to think that through and say, hey, Mom, why don't we do this? Oh, hey, Mom, no, that would, I would really be upset if you went, but but I get it. Okay. Right, that's what we want.
1: Yeah.
2: That's what we want. That means they're part they understand the part and being part of a family.
1: Okay. Thank you. So review, slow
2: things down. Okay. Right? Talk about things. What else do you think? Slow things down, talk about it, strategize. Right? Mm-hmm. Practical time issues. All these pieces are so important. I think the thing we miss the most with parenting is we, we think our children just know these things and, and get them, and they don't. Mm-hmm. We have to be we have to be taught. And so if you all could think about, you know, in your own families, what is it you want your children to know when they walk out your door at age 18 to go to college or to go wherever they go at 18? What do you want them to really know about families, about people, about Anything. Just what do you want them to know? Do you want them to be able to do laundry? Then you got to teach them now. Do you want them to be able to be empathetic and understand and hear people? Right? Time management. This is all what it's about. It's not just get your homework done. Here's your report. It's, okay, so you have a report due. You have soccer. You have hockey practice. We have this. We have this. It's putting it all together for them and helping them see it. Okay. But empathy is the piece I think that you're worried about. That's that they haven't quite got that piece yet.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're
0: welcome.
2: Jane is a is a wonderful mother of four children who really wants to connect with her children, and she wants to find out and understand what their needs are. What Jane is. Seeing is that, you know, I have older children. I have younger children. My older child is in school now. My younger children are not. My younger children need and want and Jane wants to have them experience a lot of the same fun things that the older children got to do. And so what what I'm looking and hearing from Jane is I want to take my younger children to Disneyland. I want to experience and have that moment with them, but I feel guilty. I feel I feel wrong that my older child has to go to school. With Jane, I'm just encouraging her to, she can do these things. She can go take her younger children off and go do fun things. But it's all how she's going to tell and and connect with Connor to help him understand that we're not going off to have fun without him. We're going off to have fun as a family with the younger ones. And when they get home, they can share and and he can find joy in the experiences that they are experiencing now. He has his experiences now when he's getting older, he's on travel hockey team. So he's experiencing a lot. He's traveling, he's staying in hotels, he's going to tournaments. He's having that quality time with his father on these long weekends. And so with the whole family, what I'm asking him to do in their busy schedule is to think about one day a week. Try not to schedule anything one day a week but it's it's just slowing everything down and connecting with your family and that connection will give the entire family the feeling of being part of each other's lives even though they're not with each other but they are connecting once a week if possible and spending time together and hearing and experiencing each other.
0: Everyday Parenting is produced by me, Teresa Wang. The music you hear in our podcast is courtesy of Stephen Morrell. Join the discussion. Search for Everyday Parenting Group on Facebook, where you can discuss the latest episode, ask for advice, give advice, and posit the question, what would Mary Beth do? You can also reach us at parentingpodcast.com or on Twitter, where our handle is podcastparents, or Instagram, where our handle is Everyday Parenting Podcast. Be sure to check our website for more tips at everydayparentingpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To make sure you catch our next episode, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you rate us on iTunes. It helps more people find us.